This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. It is hour three of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great to have you with us on a Wednesday. Coming up in our final hour, we are talking playoff baseball, baby. It is game three of the ALCS, this time in Arlington, with the Rangers looking to take control of their battle with the Astros. We'll tell you how we're going to play it. Then at 8.20, it is time to continue this Women of Wagertainment Wednesday as we bring in BetQL's Kate Costable, host of The Better Angle, and there is no slowing us down at 8.45. That's when we hand out our best bets of the night. Chelsea, there has been a new book released, and this book is entitled Determined. It is by Dr. Robert Sapolsky, who is a neuroscientist, I believe at Stanford University, and after 40 years of studying humans, he has come to the conclusion that none of us have any free will. Everything is predetermined. What you're going to say next, what I'm saying right now, the bets we're going to make, what we're going to say, how we're going to interact, we don't control any of it. It's all predetermined. And he knows this is going to be very controversial. He says he's not someone who wants to get in a fight about it. He is a very... (laughs) A very well-respected neuroscientist. And essentially, I was trying to read about this because this is obviously a very complicated thing. But basically what he's done is he has taken milliseconds of time, which, for example, your neurons firing in your brain if you reach to grab like a cup of coffee. It's not something you think about. It's just happened. Just something just happened. Just like you moving your hair out of your face. You didn't think about it. You just did it. Because like, oh, my hair is my face. I naturally just make this movement. So he's taken those little movements and then stretched them out and studied those movements through centuries and then elongated time and look at how we've interacted over time. And he has decided none of us have free will. Everything is predetermined. So I just want to say for the next hour, if I curse, if I break FCC regulations, if I say something I shouldn't say, that's not my fault. Not my fault. This is all predetermined. I'm not deciding any of this. This is something that was going to happen no matter what. And now I've got an excuse for everything and it feels great. It does feel like a reach though, to go from involuntary movements, which I understand are, you know, completely 
you don't even control them. It's like breathing. You don't choose mm -hmm. to breathe. You just do it. But what about the decisions that you actually have to think about? Like when you're making a pros and cons mm -hmm. list, it doesn't feel like those things are predetermined, right? Like, well, I would agree with you, but I, I don't necessarily believe this. And I will say to his credit, this isn't some hot take, He and which is why he says, look, I'm not trying to release this book. I'm not trying to spur these, these, these crazy external debates. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but he just says a lot of this is, is basically built into your brain or it comes from external stimuli, biochemical pathways, the way we've been exposed to events in real time, and all that adds up to – this is a very simplistic take. I'm just taking different snippets from the article. But all of these things together form these human beings, us, who are just doing things that are already or have been in the making for years and years on end. I don't know if I necessarily buy it, but it was interesting to read a very in-depth article where someone was actually making this case. I do think there's something too that like your past experiences and traumas shape the person that you are today and the reason that you make yeah. certain decisions. But I'm just talking about like the day to day, like choosing yeah. life cereal or choosing oatmeal squares or choosing mm -hmm. frosted flakes. These are things that I feel like those past experiences like really shape that that much because all three mm -hmm. are great choices. It just depends on the day. So I don't know about that. I feel like some things are predetermined, but like, mm, I do believe there has to be some kind of gray area. Cause if he was just going to say like, oh, well, God makes you do everything. Cause like, that's the easiest one where it's like some higher mm -hmm. being, whether it's God or whoever. Um, Cause like, you can't really prove it. Um, but I don't know. It is interesting though. Um, if you, I have never gone to therapy or anything, but it's mm -hmm. wild. The people that I know that go to therapy, it's wild the experiences they had as a child and how they are manifesting themselves when they are adults. Oh, so like there's something yes. to it. I just don't know how much the day-to-day -day decisions are affected. There is no question at all. I mean, this has been proven by science again and again and again. Things that happen to you as a child 1,000% affect you later on as an adult. Now, you may not know exactly what those things are or how they're triggering you or these subconscious triggers in your brain that end up affecting you as an adult, but almost anyone will tell you. And any therapist that talks to you will, will start out generally by saying, tell me about your childhood because almost to a person, things that happen to you as a child just end up affecting you later. But then that's different than not having any free will. I just thought it was interesting because it is an interesting argument anyway, but I've never heard a credible scientist come out and say, I've studied this for 40 years. Here's my determination. Who knows? But let's see if we can determine who we like tonight, ALCS Game 3. It's all determined. A year ago, a year ago, it was in the cards. It was going to be Astros-Rangers Game 3 with the Rangers leading two games to none in this series. Rangers, minus 130 on the money line. Astros, plus 110. Total set at nine. Christian Javier going for the Strohs. Max Scherzer, the old husky-eyed devil, making his first postseason appearance for the Texas Rangers was battling a shoulder injury. It was thought, okay, he'll be out for the season. What another bummer for that rotation, that Texas staff that once included Jacob DeGrom, but now Max is back. Don't know if he's 100%, but good enough to go, Chelsea. How are you going to play this? I think there are several good options here. And first off, we need to mention that Max Scherzer may be on a pitch count here. 
even though if there is somebody that has veteran enough status to override Bruce Bochy and be like, nah, I'm staying in this game, it's probably Max yeah. Scherzer. So they said that he pitched a sim game uh, of 69 pitches. Nice. Uh, in his, um, you know, kind of quote unquote start before this one where he was kind of getting warmed up and they said his stamina and everything was great. So they expect him to go around that pitch count, but I would not be shocked if he stays in this game, if he is pitching well. And I think that's the big question mark because he's had some blowups against the Astros before earlier this year. Uh, one of his second to last starts this year, he had a bad one against the Astros only went three innings and gave up seven earned runs. Doesn't feel like it's trending well going against this Astros lineup that's no. been really good in the postseason. So you have that sabotage factor too. I think I'm going to go with the Astros in the first five. Uh, it should be noted okay. that uh, Christian Javier had a bad one against the Rangers too, uh, but it was back in July. Uh, on July the 3rd, gave up eight earned runs over four and a third, but that's back, back when he was not pitching very well. He had a couple months this season where he really struggled, had an ERA of six, in July, an ERA of six in August. But since then, he has turned it on. In the postseason, we know this guy uh, really uh, finds his way. In his career in the postseason, five and one with a one nine one ERA. That's over 15 games, a pretty good sample size. So I think I'd trust Christian Hamier a touch more yeah. here. So I'll go Astros at even money in the first five. I like that. I'm going to go Astros full game just because I also trust the Astros bullpen more so than I do the Rangers bullpen, which has not been good in Arlington this season. And as much as I want to back Max in such a big way, because I love Max, we know he helped the Nationals win a title here in DC. He's beloved everywhere. And we know that he certainly has the ability to step up and perform huge in this spot. I'm with you on Christian Javier. You just cannot deny his postseason record. You can't deny how he looked against the Twins. And he allowed just one hit over five innings, struck out nine. Scherzer is the real toss-up here. And the one thing that, that worries me is, A, you mentioned that performance against the Astros, so they clearly know how to hit him, even though it's only one performance and what's his worst of the season. I don't expect that to happen again. But I think more than that, Chelsea, the Astros have just been a wagon on the road. This is a great mm -hmm. spot for the Astros to get a win, and they have to have a win. If the Astros are going to win this series, they have to win tonight. And not many teams in Major League Baseball would I trust in this spot to, to necessarily get a win or, or to not be bothered by the moment if there's any team remaining because of their postseason history, because of those World Series titles who will not be phased by this moment. It is the Houston Astros. They were 51 and 20 on the road this season, and you're getting them at plus money. I know I don't make a ton of plus money plays on this show. I will be making it tonight. Everything I see points to the Astros on the money line. So that's where I'm going to go. I think you definitely could argue the full game just because the Rangers bullpen has really been their Achilles heel for the entire season. And I think going into the postseason, that's what people pointed at and said, hey, if the Rangers lose, it's not going to be because of their offense. It's probably going to be because of their pitching staff. Not their number one, not their number two, and certainly mm -hmm. not Max Scherzer, but because of the bullpen. But I'll say this. The Astros bullpen has been not that great this year either, like at least compared to previous teams. The numbers are good. It's just they don't have yeah. the, the big-name arms that they used to have, at least when they won some of those World Series. It's still a very good relief core but not necessarily as lights out as they have been in years past. Maybe we give the slight edge to the Astros bullpen, uh, but I do think starting pitcher-wise, I'll go with Christian Javier here. 
you mentioned this this play uh first five under five it seems like yeah. a very high number for the first five innings of this game and we just talked about the rangers bullpen how that's probably uh where you feel a little nervous if you're backing the rangers maybe you can avoid the rangers bullpen here at least a little bit and if one of these pitchers deals and the other one just doesn't completely implode you've got your first five mm -hmm. under because five is a pretty high number for the first five so first five under five minus 120 are we taking a bite here yeah i think so and i think you touched on the main point which is even if don't if you don't get a great performance from both pitchers, all you need is one good performance. I feel like that just, I, the only thing that I, I love this pick anytime you can get five in a first five mm -hmm. juice to the under, particularly when you have two great arms on the mound, that's all. I don't want to say an autoplay because there's no such thing as an autoplay, but it's pretty close. If you're someone who likes betting first fives the way I do, particularly when you have Christian Javier and Max Scherzer on the mound. And particularly when you're talking about playoff baseball, where totals tend to be low anyway, and these starting pitchers get quick hooks. The only thing that scares me, Chelsea, honestly, is that I can't believe the number's five. It makes me think there's something a little bit fishy just because the number's so high. Yeah. And I know the Rangers park is not a pitcher friendly park, but I do feel like it's at least a little bit maybe pitcher friendly than the Astros yeah. uh, where they play at Minute Maid Park that has an extremely short porch in left field that kind of changes the strategy of pitchers. Like you saw how yeah. much Justin Verlander was pitching to the outside, I think because he was afraid of giving up the long ball. Uh, so I think I will play that. I think I will play that first five under five. It just seems like too high of a number. Then I was looking at the strikeout props. Christian Javier's strikeout prop is four and a half, and it's just to the under. So you can get plus money mm. on the over. Christian Javier is coming off a big game uh, against the Twins, which it should be noted, they are one of the most strikeout-prone teams in all of baseball. But still, this seems pretty low for a Rangers team that just struck out six times and only two and two-thirds against Framber Valdez. So I think I would take a look at that. Like I don't know if I'm going to officially play it, but I do think we see some strikeouts, at least from Christian Javier. A lot of this has a lot of volatility because can't you see yeah. this going like multiple directions? Like I can see yes. Christian Javier and Max Scherzer both having good games. But on the flip side, both of these offenses have great power hitters. So with one swing mm -hmm. of the bat, a great outing can turn into three runs and a single swing of the bat from Jordan Alvarez if somebody's on base. Uh, so I just, I'm, I'm feeling a little skittish on the totals, but I will probably play that first five under uh, five. And also I'll play the Astros in some regard. I don't think this series is over. I don't think so either. Can you imagine the Rangers sweeping this series? Certainly a possibility. I, I just, I just don't think it happens with this Houston team. And if you're looking at outs props, which I know you play from time to time on this show, the outs prop for both Christian Javier and Max Scherzer is sitting at 12 and a half, which is really, really low. Do you like an over or an under for either one of these guys? I think I might lean to the under for Max Scherzer because he will probably be on a pitch count. At the same time, knowing his personality, if he gets rolling, he's going to be hard to give a hook to. There's too many sabotage factors in the outs props mm -hmm. in the postseason. Because I think I would lean towards the over on Christian Javier because it's 12 and a half. It's really low. He is fully healthy. Yeah. But the Astros are not facing elimination. 
But if he's given up some runs, he's going to have a quick hook here because the urgency is certainly there for the Astros. They don't want to go down three games to nothing. That is a Herculean effort that they would have to put out to overcome that deficit. So I think he'll probably have a quicker hook than maybe Max Scherzer. But the thing yeah. with Max Scherzer is, you know, he is somebody who can definitely override Bruce Bochy and say, nah, I'm staying in the game. So I don't think that I will be playing either of those. Just got to stare Bochy down and say, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere. Coming up next here on the show. All right, enough of this Hicks and Lean stuff. Kate Constable has her betting card filled out, and she is ready to share it with us all. The host of The Better Angle joins the show next on The Daily Tip for BetQL. It is presented by BetMGM, and we are back right after this. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Welcome back to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. With Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the show. It is a daily tip for BQL presented by Ben MGM. Great to have you with us on a Wednesday. Coming up in just moments, you know what time it is. Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, will tell us how she's going to make us some cash this week. Just at what point do I stop saying cash on this show? We are becoming a cashless society. There are some places that don't even accept cash anymore, which blows my mind. I don't carry cash with me, but I remember this was right at the end of the pandemic. I went in to buy, I don't know what I was buying, probably some booze or something. I wanted to buy some whiskey. And I remember I had some cash in my wallet and I put it down and the guy goes, cash? <laughs> and I was like, did this guy just smirk at me for using American dollars to buy a product for you? And he, I swear to God, I'm like, it's only like 2021 and I'm purchasing a product from you. I put down $40 <laughs> cash. Like, that's crazy to me. That's kind of where we headed, but have you experienced this yet? There are places here in D.C., and it's no cash. Not that I'm carrying around wads of cash, but I'm not ready for a society that will not take money. I think I told you this story about me going to Smoothie King, and I presented her with a $20 bill. My order was $14, and she said, we don't have change for that. I said, well... Huh. What? This is all I got. Like, I got a $20 bill for a $14 tab. And she's like, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't have change for that. Like, I was the idiot for, like, presenting her a $20 bill. And, like, it was, you know, I didn't pull out 100 I was like, well, you know, do you have a few ones laying around? Like, what are we going to do? And she just looks at me like, I'm going to solve the problem. I'm like, well, I want my food. I have money. This feels like a you problem. So it was just like a stare yeah. down. It was like the Cold War in this drive-thru. And I'm like, here's my 20. Please, can I have my awesome. smoothie? Um, yes. So yes, it was very tense. One time, There was one time, and I mean one time in my life, because I am not someone who has a big temper or a quick temper. I mean, I can certainly get mad at everybody else, but rarely do I just like lose my mind because of someone's action or inaction or whatever and i this is a long time ago this is before uber and lyft making i was taking a cab somewhere and i had some cash but i didn't have enough cash and i was like hey i have two dollars with me i know this cab ride is probably going to cost 10 15 dollars so 
I just need to stop at an ATM first. And I looked ahead on my phone. There's one blocks from my destination. So if you could take me there first and then to the destination, I'd appreciate it. Like, okay. So he takes me straight to the destination. And hey, I I I need to go to the ATM first. And he goes, No. I'm like, what do you mean, no? He's like, no. I'm like, I asked you to please take me to the ATM. It's two blocks over. And so you're just not going to take me? And he was like, no. I was like, okay. So I waddled up my $2 and I just threw them in the front. I was like, there's your fare then. See it. I just got out of the car and he started yelling at me. And I was like, I just asked you if you could please take me. I don't know what was going on there. But that was the last time. That was the first and last time I ever threw money at somebody when I waddled up two bucks. Like, there you go. <laughs> I don't think I've ever thrown money at somebody. Maybe that's an excuse that I need to uh, do. Even though most time when people throw money or dollar bills at someone, it is a joyous experience. Yes. Yes. So maybe you need to write the ship and do that next on your bucket list. If you're in the club, you're making it rain. This morning. (laughs) If you're wadding it up and throwing it at a cabbie, you're just... I don't know, making it hail. I don't know what it is. Not nearly as fun as going to the club. All right. It's a Women of Wagertainment Wednesday, so you know what that means. <laughs> Here to lay down the oh, law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. is Clark. She fires and goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. That's real solid on me to talk about the club and be like, oh, you know what that means? Here's Kate. Not my best <laughs> transition. You know what I mean. We love the woman of wagertainment on this show, and she's always handing out our picks as host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. It is Kate. Kate, good morning to you, first of all. And before we get going here, I want to play something that you said on you <laughs> like that you leaned forward your chair was like eh? i want to play a soundbite something that you said on your show about six months ago that i was not aware of and i want to get your reaction and the end of this story double d go ahead and play this i went to the dentist uh, about six months ago guess how many cavities i had oh please don't say multiple come on kate zero <laughs> zero six <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. You got to brush your teeth. I had six cavities. No, no, no. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so this was from this past weekend, but your trip happened, what, six months ago? So, so Kate, how are your teeth? What went down here? We got to the end of this story. 
You guys, I, I mean, this is one of those overshares that I should have just kind of kept to myself. Uh, you, you know, do you ever panic and just overshare? Kind of what happened. We talk about the dentist. All of a sudden, I, I feel like, you know, I have to tell someone what happened. But yes, I avoided the dentist for like three and a half years because every time I go to the dentist, they're like, oh, your gums are receding. Your this is happening. Oh, this tooth is da 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 da. And I'm like, what in the world? None of this is going on. My mouth is just fine. My teeth look great, oh, hopefully. Um, but so I just stopped going to the dentist. I'm like, screw you guys. Well, joke's on me. I finally get there. And uh, yeah, I have six cavities. I had only had one cavity prior to that in my entire life. And it was like the way my tooth was growing, it caused the cavity. So apparently I got to uh, start, I, I got to start fixing my teeth. That was so hillbilly of me. <laughs> I need to start. You got to start uh, brushing your teeth. I got to start brushing my teeth. Multiple times a day. I floss. I have a tongue scraper. I have very good oral hygiene. I promise. I'm not a gross person. I just needed, you know, a, a couple tune-ups now and then and not wait three and a half years. Probably the lesson learned there. Well, here's the thing. I think it's just getting older. Like your teeth just get older. And then like, if you even Thank eat you, sugar Chelsea. at all, it's like, oh, it's time for a cavity. Mm -hmm. Because here's the other thing. And you, I don't think you've experienced this, but when you are pregnant, all of the nutrients are like sucked out of your body and pregnant women get a ton of cavities. So I have been through this. I had four cavities. Uh, but I feel like I had like a little human that was draining like my nutrients. So I at least had a good excuse, yeah. but- I just feel like you it's one of those excuse. things when you get older, like you get cavities, like, and you're right about the dentist when they like say stuff to you that makes you not want to come back. Cause they told me I still have a baby tooth on my bottom and they're like, it's going to fall out any day now. And there's not a tooth below it. So yeah. I'm going to have to get a fake at some point in my life. So that was a fun, you know, little thing to hear about. And I was like, great. Can't wait. They're like, should we be crafting the tooth now? I'm like, how much is it? And they're like, uh, it's going to be about $2,500. I'm like, yeah. cool, we'll do it later. So like, it's I get ridiculous. you on the dentist. It's And I, growing up, I had like a really bad, another overshare here. I had a bad overbite <laughs> just like going. how my mouth was. So I've had jaw <laughs> surgery. I have screws up in oh, my no. mouth. I had, I had braces for years. I had headgear. Like I've had oh, teeth, no. jaw issues forever. So I just hate the dentist and I don't want to go. Case closed. But I will, uh, I, I probably will start going a little bit more. Bring back the headgear. I have a cleaning scheduled in oh, January. God. Well, if you know what, if it makes you feel any better, Kate, I went to the dentist years ago and I know we want to get to your picks and I am very meticulous about cleaning, floss, whatever. And in one visit, five cavities. I was like, what? Oh, the guy was like, yeah, you. your teeth are healthy, but you know, you're just getting caught up with everyone else. It's average five cavities, one yep. sitting. So sometimes it just happens. All right, let's talk instead of a, your pick six cavities. Let's do, how about maybe a pick six or some college football here? Let's start with Tennessee, Alabama. This is a, what, last time I checked, it was Alabama, I believe, laying eight and a half. That may have changed. What are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at a total here 49. I'm playing the under. This is, this total is kind of crazy to me. Last year's matchup between Tennessee and Alabama played in Knoxville, ended with final score 52 to 49. Tennessee finally beat Alabama, but for all of you non-mathematicians out there like myself, that's 101 total points scored in that game. That means both teams would have easily hit this year's over of 49 
by themselves. So it seems a little bit odd that the total would drop this significantly, but mm. that just kind of goes to show how bad these offenses are compared to previous seasons. With Tennessee, Joe Milton under center. Vols don't have the same passing game that it had last season with Hendon Hooker. Milton threw for just 100 yards last weekend against Texas A&M. That is not good. So the Vols have had to rely heavily on their run game, which is actually very good. Six best uh, in rushing yards per game in the nation. And a very similar story for Alabama with Jaden Milrow, just not the same caliber quarterback that Bama is used to having. The Tide really have not been able to get a whole lot going this year. They've improved as the weeks go on, but it still is not great. So both of these teams, what they're going to have to rely on is defense. Tennessee's fourth in both success rate allowed, yards per play. Alabama's holding opponents to just 16 points per game and is giving up just 85 yards on the ground at home this season. So that Bama defense will likely be able to stifle what the Bulls do really well in offense, which is running the ball. Uh, I think this is going to be somewhat like a 21-17 type of game, which sounds crazy with these two teams, but I'm going to take the under in it at 49. Yeah, I like that a lot. Also, put some respect on Tennessee's pass rush, top 10 in sacks per game. So love that look there. Next up, let's go to Penn State and Ohio State. Ohio State laying four and a half here, but we know Penn State has a really good squad this year. Which way are you leaning? I'm here to make Double D's day a little bit better. I'm taking Penn State plus the points. Four and a half. I checked this morning. Uh, it's at four right now at BetMGM, but there are four and a halfs out in the market right now. Penn State, 6-0 and oh this season straight up and against the spread. It is also covered in its last six games against Ohio State. So I like them to do it again tonight. Defensively for Penn State, this defensive front averaging four and a half sacks per game, which is the best mark in the country. I know the caliber of opponents at Penn State is a little bit lesser than what they're going to be facing against Ohio State this weekend. Uh, and, and while the Buckeyes offensive line has really improved each week, I would still give the edge there to the Nittany Lions. Scoring defense for Penn State, number two in the country. That's right behind Michigan, one spot ahead of Ohio State. Uh, Nittany Lions run defense, also ranked number two. Quarterback Drew Aller, he's been solid this season. He really hasn't had one of those wow performances, but he also hasn't had to. 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's taking great care of the ball. And Ohio State on their end, so many injuries that we don't quite know if these players are going to be playing. Emeka Buka didn't travel last weekend. Mayan Williams, Travion Henderson were both out. I think it's likely that Henderson gets um, comes back in this game based on what head coach Ryan Day has, has said yesterday in his press conference. But without some of these top position players and also possibly their best cornerback in Denzel Burke, who went out last weekend against Purdue, I think it's going to be tough for them not only to win this game, uh, but to cover. I think Penn State has a shot at winning this game outright, but I will take the points uh, getting four and a half. We're talking with Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East, also in the Big Ten. Not quite the matchup, but still a game you can certainly bet on. Wisconsin and Illinois. What's the play, Kate? Yeah, this is definitely not the same caliber matchup. I'm taking the under in this one, 42 and a half. Uh, Wisconsin's on the road. Going to be without its starting quarterback, Tanner Mordecai. Broke his hand last weekend in the Badgers' loss to Iowa. Uh, and redshirt freshman Braden Locke took over uh, when Mordecai went out in the first half. Completed only half of his passes, 15 for 30, 122 yards, one interception. Getting his first career start on the road in the Big Ten, even though it is against Illinois. That's still a, a tough, tough spot to be in as an inexperienced quarterback. So Badgers are going to have to rely heavily on their run game. That's going to slow the pace down a little bit. Illinois on their end, coming off of an impressive win over Maryland, but pretty abysmal outside of that. 
109th in points per game, averaging just over 20. Uh, and Wisconsin's defense, kind of what's kept it in a lot of these games, held Big Ten opponents and each of its last five opponents overall to under 20 points per game. So this has all the makings for a classic kind of grinded out, slow, ugly Big Ten matchup. So I'm playing the under at 42 and a half. Uh, does feel like a classic Big Ten matchup, doesn't it? All right, and finally, just a couple minutes left, so it has to be tight, but let's talk Thursday night football for just a second. Jags and Saints squaring off a tight spread here, but also we could see Trevor Lawrence actually playing in this game, which is news uh, that is relatively new. So which side are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to take, right now, not knowing about Lawrence, I'm going to play the under 39 and a half. Uh, if he doesn't play, then you have C.J. Beathard in as his backup. Jags offense isn't going to be able to move the ball. They're going to have to rely on Travis Etienne on the run game to slow it things down. Um, Saints offense this year, very inconsistent. Carthur for 353 yards last week. Highest yardage game as a member of the Saints. The team only put up 13 points overall. Saints are 6-0 and to the under, have gone under in each of their last six games. So I think we're in for another low-scoring Thursday night football matchup. She is the host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. And from now on, she is brushing and flossing appropriately. It is Kate Constable. Okay, we appreciate it. Thank you. We'll see you guys. You bet. Uh, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, but we've all been there. You go to the dentist, and the next thing you know, you're getting those cavities filled. Coming up next, we'll try to fill in a winning card for you here on the Daily Tip. Best bets coming your way. She's Chelsea. I am Jinx. Going to wrap up Hour 3 and even find out what your BetQL five-star play of the day is. That is next. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Mmm, thank you, Double D. I think Double D starts to get nervous. I mean, is Penn State Nittany Lions traveling to the shoe to take on Ohio State this weekend? And everyone we talk to likes those Nittany Lions. Does that make you nervous when you're on a certain team or it's your favorite team? Maybe you're a dog and you're nervous about the game. You hear everyone picking your team. That makes me nervous. Like, oh, my God, I, I feel like I'm, I'm being jinxed here. Chelsea, your mic is muted. There you go. I am muted. Um, well, normally this is not the case because my teams have a track record of breaking my heart over and over and over again. So uh, let's take NC State, for example. A lot of people love to pick NC State as like a trendy underdog or somebody to cover a number. Mm, I know this story. And I know the even bigger story is when NC State is favored. That's when you definitely don't take them. Because here's what NC State does. They're all right when people don't expect them to be good. But the mm -hmm. second that they get like ranked or people start buying into, hey, maybe NC State's good, that's when they'll lose to somebody really terrible. So even though they will build your hopes up sometimes, do not ever be fooled. Because NC State sports will always stick a dagger right through the middle of your heart. So how's that for some positivity?
this morning. Oh, wow. That's some, that's some classic Chelsea messenger right there. Absolute classic. But you know what? You're wearing some NC State colors. So even when you get frustrated with your Wolfpack, you still support them, even in a subtle way, because it's all been predetermined. This is not NC State colors. Dark You're not red, red and, black? and black? NC State We're is red not and red white. and black? No. You guys We're have red and white. Yes. This, is, this is like burgundy. This is like Texas oh. A&M red. Oh, well, it's it a looks different red, Jenks. You should wow, know. Wow, let me look at this. Tell me this does. Am I crazy? Let this me looks put red on to me. my glasses. Let me put on my glasses. Okay, I guess I see it's a darker shade. It's more of a crimson or a maroon. All right. Oh, well, it was a, it was a good. Like effort. I wouldn't wear this to an going. NC State sporting event and be like, "This is my NC State attire." Ah, like, well, also you're also in a small square on my screen. That is about what. Oh, uh, here come the excuses. Two and a half Are inches by two and a half surgery? inches. What I did for to show, oh, but maybe did. I need. Well, yes, I did. Now I can't have it. It's like you've already had it once. Maybe, maybe at another time. Well, actually, my eyes have gotten worse. I had, but I had surgery like thirty <laughs> clearly. years ago. Clearly, but they said your eyes are bad. Well, they're not bad. They're just not bad enough to have surgery. It's like, yeah, you need reading glasses. Outside of that, you're fine. Which is not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear, oh yeah, we'll give you laser surgery. We'll fix you right up. In and out, a couple of days, you'll be good to go. And they're like, well, no, your eyes actually need to be worse. They're not too bad. So it I can't wait. be an I elective surgery. Worse. Like people no. do plastic surgery all the time and they don't need it, but I'm sure you could find a doctor maybe in Mexico that'd be like, sure. I was just right going to say that. Give me those peepers. Yeah. Did you get your eyes fixed? <laughs> well, I, I'd say I got them operated on. I spent $40 in Tijuana <laughs> and now I'm blind in one eye, but I wouldn't say I got them fixed. There's always, I went to two of the best eye doctors here in DC make sure that I did my due diligence, got a proper opinion. And both guys were like, they said the exact same thing. Like, listen, one day, maybe yes. But right now, your eyes have to get worse. Things are going to get better. Next on Back to Daily, because Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will talk to you about week eight in the NFL. And if you missed our podcast with Kate Constable from The Better Angle and her favorite college and pro football plays this week, you can download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Chelsea. Let's warm the people up for the next few hours here on the BetQL Network and hand out some winners. Time to place your bets. Chelsea, you have been tearing it up over the past few weeks, so let's keep it going. What do you got? All right, best bet for me tonight is going to be the first five under five between the Astros and the Rangers for minus 120. First off the bat, when you see a five in the first five, uh, it feels like you got to jump on it because this is a pretty high number for the first five innings. What you need is one of these pitchers, just one of these pitchers to be dominant and the other one just not to implode. So I think we have two pitchers that are capable of that. Christian Javier has been nails for the Houston Astros in the postseason this year. Uh, he has yet to give up an earned run over his career in the postseason. Five and one with a one nine one ERA. Yes, I know this Rangers offense is good, but we also have five runs to play with. Then you look at Max Scherzer, who uh, has had a bad one against the Astros. But here is the X factor here. I think if Max Scherzer is struggling, they're going to take him out of this game. Like, I think that's why you like the first five under five here, because if either of these mm -hmm. pitchers are struggling, they're not just going to let them sit in there and wear it. 
they're going to take him out after he gives up like one or two runs, especially the Astros, a team that really doesn't want to go down three games to nothing in this series. So I think it's going to be a, maybe a tight hook for both of these starters. I think they'll take them out before they get into too much trouble trouble. And let's hope that the big home run hitters at least do their damage when nobody's on base. So let's go first five under five for minus one twenty. Chelsea, let's keep that ball rolling. I am going with a plus money play. Believe it or not. Let's go. Let's go. Astros full game money line plus one ten against the Rangers. I just have to believe the Astros finally get a win here. Now I worry about Max Scherzer in this one. We know he can perform in the postseason, but you know who else can? Christian Javier, who I believe has a career postseason ERA under two. We saw how dominant he was in his one performance against the Twins last time out. And there's just too many question marks surrounding Max Scherzer at this point. Yes, I'm a huge fan of Mad Max, but he hasn't been able to pitch in any sort of simulated game at all. You know, Max, if he can go, he's going to go. That's what he does. I don't know how long he will go. The Rangers bullpen, weaker than the Astros bullpen. And also, the Astros are just a much better team on the road they have to have this game they were 51 and 20 away from minute made park this season astros full game money line plus 110 let's get a winner i like it i like it a lot all right eight ball how about you do you like our plays today let us gaze upon the glorious magic eight ball shall it fade or tail these noble betters <laughs> All right, 8-Ball, uh, if you are new to the show, every day we present our picks to a magic 8-Ball that we bought from the toy store. All right, 8-Ball, do we like my play? First five under five for minus 120 between the Astros and the Rangers. 8-Ball says, we need an answer. Without a doubt. Ooh. All right, 8-Ball, will you back me up or disappoint us once again? Let's do it. All right, how about the Astros on the money line at plus 110 over the Rangers? 8-Ball says, Outlook, good. Oh, hmm. still trying to hang around the show and be a part of it. If you want to check out the 8-Ball, by all means, do it on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Watch Chelsea model the 8-Ball in a very nice-looking top or dress, I don't know, but also one which is not in C-State colors, correct? It's not. Like, they would be, like, our alternate colors. Oh, you know, it's okay. like the NBA, how they have, like, 17 variations. <laughs> yes. But in C-State, like, our fight song is, we are the red and white from State. So red and white, right. those are our colors. I just see red. Maybe I need to look closer and see the maroon, which is why I got this wrong. Okay, Chelsea. I gave you a plus money flight. Now I'm going with two juicy plays. You don't have to play these, but I still feel like they're the right sides here. Let's talk college football. New Mexico State money line at UTEP. This is all about fading the Miners' defense. They are bad. I'm rolling with the Aggies because the Miners don't play defense. They are ranked 109th in the entire country against the run. Guess what New Mexico State loves to do? Run the football. Also, it looks like UTEP will start Cade McConnell at quarterback. He's got a lot of promise. This is his second career start. Started last week against FIU, but FIU is terrible this season. And New Mexico State has Diego Pavia, who can do it in the air and on the ground. New Mexico State in a close one on the money line, minus 160. And then finally, I hate to fade my caps, but the caps are sort of a mess right now. They're getting older. That window has closed. And Spencer Carberry is already, already, what, three games into the season? 
trying to adjust the lines to get more offensive output. They're in Ottawa tonight. Sins are minus 160 on the money line. We're going to see this price continue to go up. Here is a trend I cannot ignore. The Senators, in their last 21 games as conference home favorites, 19-2 and two straight up. That is a trend. Sins money line, unfortunately, minus 160 hosting the Caps. Matt says he's so upset he forgot to play it. Now it's sitting at minus 175. I'm telling you, there is value on this bet. Let's do your BetQL five-star best bet for everything you need to win more money. I'm talking insight. I'm talking trends, articles, videos, you name it. Go and download the BetQL app. And beep, boop, 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 boop. Astros at Rangers under nine is the play from the computer at the Red Roof Inn in Des Moines, Iowa. Hopefully, we will have the Donkster back shortly. Guess who's here right now? From BetQL Daily, it is Aaron Hawksworth. <laughs> Good morning, Aaron. How are you? I, I almost forgot like, the name of your show for like from? a hot second. I, I, I was, was like, excited. wait, geez. where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? From Mars. Um, I am great. Uh, we've got three guests coming up on the show. We're going to talk to Brad Spielberger about the NFL. We're going to get his best plays so far this week, what he has. Zach Price is always good with NBA futures. We haven't really talked much NBA yet on the show, but we will start today. And, of course, we're going to talk about MLB postseason. And we're ranking. So we always power rank. I'm not sure I'm a fan of this. We're ranking the backup quarterbacks. Who who has a chance at having the most success? I don't really like any of them. And like four of them could be even playing each other. So I feel like that kind of cancels out. But I'm uh, PJ Walker and the Browns. That to me sounds like, okay, I can get behind that. The rest, I'm like, listen, I have no interest in backing these guys. <laughs> yeah, at least he has the Browns defense. Like he doesn't exactly. have to do that much. That Browns defense is for real. Exactly. He's the only one that makes sense to me. The others, I'd rather have like a hobbled Trevor Lawrence than what the option is there. I'll put I'd it rather out. have a quarterback with one leg than that guy. I look forward to hearing that exactly. conversation. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. That's going to do it for us on this edition of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. She is Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins for the entire crew here on the show. Good luck on all of your bets tonight, especially if they're on hockey. Give me a little stick and puck action. We will see you tomorrow morning. Have a great Wednesday. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.